Peace. Welcome back to the Talking to Myself podcast. Story time with C. Versi. True Pasadena stories. I'm going to tell you how a Craigslist gig turned into me being inside of a shoe. So, uh, I'm on Craigslist uh, looking for gigs, talent gigs, and whatnot. Um, there was, it was a posting for looking for people that could play basketball. Um, the African American men that could play uh, basketball on camera. Now, the majority of the um, parts that they were casting for, you had to be pretty tall. I'm only 5'10". But they had one role where they needed someone to be short. Well, basically my height. Um, And that was it. They didn't really tell you too much more about it. They said, we need people that can play basketball. This is how much it is, and this you know for this amount of time on camera you do a lot of jumping. Um, I have zero basketball ability. I cannot play basketball for shit. Um, if that's a stereotype about niggas, that's one that ain't true about your boy. Your boy came. I can't play ball. I got defense like Rodman, but I ain't got a shot. Anyway, I lied my ass off in this email to get this gig. Hey, yeah, I play ball. I could totally do this. No, 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 no. I sent some pictures. Uh, I had some really good pictures. Um, I'm not playing ball in any other pictures. Now, mind you, I, I apply for a lot of gigs and shit. And I, I don't get a lot of shit. Either based off of height or my smile. They want you to have, like, perfectly straight teeth and your boy ain't got that either so uh and they'll let you know why they they don't like you shit but anyway so i don't do a lot of applying for castings um but i applied for this shit and they hit me back and was like yo hey we like what we saw come through um (sighs) did they have no, they didn't. They didn't have a part for my son. Uh, I brought my son with me, like just because I just thought it would be a dope thing for him to um, to see, to see me doing, you know, seeing me work and get paid, you know, for something like this. So I brought my son with me. So when I bring my son with me, they're like, "Yo, we um, we actually need a little black kid." Um, we shot one. We already shot with another uh, another kid already. But your son's in here. We actually like him more. Can we shoot with him as well? And um, they said that they would pay him. Whether they use the pictures or not. Um. So I get there, and it's all tall brothers there. I'm the only short guy. And then they give us the rundown. For the shit. <clears throat> so, they're saying LeBron James has a documentary coming out. 
about his um, high school years and his his squad. Um, Cause in high school, he LeBron had like a very young mom. Uh, they struggled extra hard while he was in high school. I believe they were homeless at some point. Living, uh, I think he lived with the coach. So it was like him and his four homeboys. They were like the Fab Five when it came to high school basketball. And it's the whole documentary that was our that they had just finished, and they needed to do the promo ads for the documentary. So the things that were the posters and screensavers, shit like that. So all right, we're like cool. Um, so in LeBron James' set of friends, he has one like short ass friend. Um, and that's who I was playing. And that, I um, believe, was the coach's son. Huh. So, we all dress up. We all put on the, the uh, LeBron's high school team's, like, jerseys. Like, we all got the numbers and shit. Like, I've got the number that uh, homie was wearing. <coughs> and we do a bunch of different shoots. Um, mostly where you can't see our, our heads. Um, and at some point we start doing solo shots where, where they got us doing like dunks and, uh, going for layups and doing all these like different, like actual basketball skill things. Oh, mind you, when I show up, it is all white people there in this office. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. I could totally fake play basketball in front of an office full of white people. Um, now these other niggas though, these other niggas really do play ball. Or at least that's, they was, if they didn't, they was faking it like I was. But it, they definitely look like ball playing niggas. Um, when you see these group shot, I definitely stand out as the short ass guy. Um, it's hilarious to me when I look at the pictures now or anytime I see our group pictures and it's like four tall ass brothers and then myself. Anyway, so we do all these group shots and I start doing these shots where I'm dunking and they got me jumping off of a trampoline repeatedly for like an hour. My knees were fucking done. Um, I think I'm still recovering from that shit and that was years ago. But anyway, so we I'm doing all these things. Jumping off a trampoline, jumping just off cement, back down on cement. Um, and it, this whole thing takes a couple hours. It's honestly not that long. Um, they do a bunch of pictures with my son that they they didn't end up using at all. But I got those. And they're, they're cute. Um, so at the end, they, um, I don't know, when, at some point, we signed a release um, for the pictures thinking that this is just going to be some low-key thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fast forward to the, the movies coming out, and it's hidden, the, it's hidden theaters, and I see the fucking posters, and it's my fucking body on the posters. So they've got, on the posters, it's supposed, it looks like LeBron's, it's like it's five people in the in the in the process of a dunk. It's LeBron's four friends and then him. But all of those people, all of those bodies, are my bodies. Like I have the original photos. If you actually, if 
I posted them on Facebook, not thinking that this would be like a thing, but um, but I posted the pictures from the photo shoot on Facebook just for, as for just to have. Uh, so when the shit comes out, I'm like, yo, that's not LeBron James. That's not his friends. That's my fucking body. I'm not tripping on that. I think that's dope, right? Then, um, at some point, there's a shoe. One of LeBron James' shoe. There's a shoe for, like, a release for the documentary. The model's already, like, a pop... It's already the model that's moving, but it's just a different colorway that's just for um, the release of this movie's limited number and all that type of shit. Um... Inside this, on the sole of the shoe, is the same picture from the posters from the movie, and it's your boy. It's my fucking body doing this shit. Uh, in the process of, in the process of doing like a dunk, um, I didn't get no warning about that. I, I don't even. I'm pretty sure there was nothing in the release saying that like, oh, this is gonna be used for that. It's just a general statement. You don't think that, uh, it's gonna end up in certain places where it's like you might have negotiated a royalty, maybe a bigger fee for the shoe. I don't know, like. I definitely showed up for the one-time payment and signed the release. And you know what I'm saying? The release is so they could do whatever they wanted with the pictures afterwards. And I didn't feel some kind of way about it at the time, but like the fact that I don't even have a pair of the shoes is uh, frustrating. I don't want to check. I just want a pair of motherfucking shoes dead stock in the box so I can have them on the shelf or some shit like ugh yeah I'm butthurt but anyway am I just talking to myself peace what's really good it is I once again, your boy, C. Diversity. Almost forgot I gotta do this shit with my headphones on. Because <clears throat> of the way this shit is set up. Anyway, uh, man, I want to discuss uh, Kamala Harris and why we should be voting for her as black people. So, niggas, listen up. I've seen an overwhelming amount of uh, pushback against Biden's decision to pick Kamala Harris from black people. Uh, Very aggressive pushback. Um, Like it's, I see it dividing groups of people and it's very, it's very odd. It's very strange. Like, um, I'm, I'm for Kamala Harris for being vice president the same way I'm for Biden 
being president. I wasn't for Kamala being president yet. Um, but I feel like eight years as vice president has got to make you the most experienced person to be the next president. Whatever your views were before that um, have probably undoubtedly changed just given on the times and the job that you held under the somebody else. Um, now, I don't necessarily agree with Biden's uh, career before being vice president. I definitely don't agree with everything that Kamala Harris has done as a prosecutor, but um, a lot of people I seem to or seem to forget that uh, she did what a prosecutor is supposed to do. Um, I definitely feel like she could have stepped up in the Oscar Grant case and gone harder on the cops that shot and assassinated that young man. Um, so I don't think we, we not I don't think we don't let her um, pass for um, being aggressive on black males. That's actually the thing that we should go extra harder on her about. But um, so uphold her, hold her to a definitely a high standard of like, hey, we ain't forgot what you did, but we're going to need this is what we're going to need done. I feel like what we didn't do with Obama was stay on him about doing something for black people. He did stuff for everybody, but I don't think he did enough for black people, or at least that's a general consensus that you'll hear from people. Um, and we kind of didn't hold him to that. We kind of waited to see what he was going to do, and it didn't happen to its fullest extent for whatever reason. Not saying that he didn't try or whatever it wasn't on the books, whatever it didn't happen. So I think we have a better idea of how to hold people accountable to their job and their roles moving forward. The goal is to get Trump out of there by any means necessary. There's definitely going to be some fuck shit that comes up with this election. I feel it in my bones. Like I'm waiting for him to pull some weirdo fuck clown shit to delay this election. Or there's a lot of votes from people that are dead already. Um, Find a way to not count a lot of niggas' votes. It's weird. I'm weak. We're, this election is falling in a time that has never happened before and it's crazy weird it's going to be um, interesting to see how this all plays out for the actual votes don't think because you're in a state that um, is overwhelmingly democratic that it cannot go left at any point shit can go extra left every vote counts every vote is important don't skip this election because you still got uh, local shit to think about and decisions on where they're allocating funds how you're going to be taxed uh, parks recreation local police local government like those things are important so even if you don't know what you're doing presidential wise have a plan for what you're doing locally Uh, getting back to Kamala Harris a lot of people have an issue with her having a white husband and say that you can't love white. Mary, you can't marry white and love black. I believe it's the saying something to that effect. Um, which 
here's the thing. If you're someone who doesn't date your own race just because, like black men that don't date black women, black women that don't date black men, that will only date outside their race, that's odd, that's strange. Um, and that needs some, some checking. Uh, you should talk to somebody about that. Now, if you just happen to, you know what I'm saying, fall in love with somebody and they happen to be white or Asian or purple or, you know what I'm saying, whatever, that's that's a different story. I, you can't necessarily help who you fall in love with, but if you're doing it for ulterior motives and reasons, then that's some fuck shit. Um, I don't know what their arrangement is. I'm just going to go with that they met fell in love because of the position that she's in you're naturally going to run into a lot of uh single white guys so that i can understand and same thing with i don't know what college she went to so i won't go into college um hmm yeah so i don't know why she married that guy but until we find out otherwise some emails or some shit get exposed we're just gonna have to assume that they're actually in love and shit um boom ooh 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 I didn't want this is what I also want to touch on um we're we're not gonna forget like I said her record as a prosecutor also not gonna forget her running back and forth through the black church so if that's what you on I need more of that um not gonna forget her being on the radio with a Jamaican accent, uh, I need more of that. If that's what you want, not gonna forget her talking about Snoop and smoking weed. Sure, day. If that's what you want, I need more of that. Um, so hold her to the things that she's said and done in the past, but also let her know what we are not gonna stand for in the future. Same with Biden. Um, let's get them in. Uh, I think it's weird that so many black people are so against her um, but don't have a plan for a change they're throwing away their vote I ain't with that shit but I could just be talking to myself so there's that Yo, 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 what's going on? This is C.Versi. We are live on the Talking to Myself podcast. Um, I've been saying that we were going to be recording this from the studio. I am now recording this from the studio. So if you're listening to this on uh, some platform, hopefully Spotify, because they uh, they pay your boy the most, um, uh, subscribe so you get all the notifications. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you like and subscribe so you get all the notifications. Um, right now, or for this segment at least, I want to discuss whose job is it to protect um, black women? It's a big subject that I've been seeing a lot lately on from black women saying that they don't feel protected by black men. <clears throat> so whose role is it? And by the way, these are all just my opinions. These aren't, you know, none of this is fact. I'm just talking to myself, so if nobody hears this, that's all that this is. Um, anyway, so uh, I'm bringing this up because, again, 
of the whole like Megan the Stallion situation. Let me look at the camera. I keep looking down. Uh, because of the whole Megan the Stallion situation with her being shot by short uh, Tory Lanez. Um, women have been bringing up the whole issue of black women not being protected. Um, and I, the response I've been seeing from black men, as for or at least the ones I guess that I follow uh, and that are in my actual circle, have been that they they feel that they protect the black women in their uh, immediate circle. Um, and then the, I feel the the women that say that they're not protected the most are women who are by themselves the most. Like um, if. Um, of course you're going to be unprotected if you don't surround yourself by at least some kind of form of protection like if you're always by yourself then how are you going to be protected who's supposed to be there the only thing that a protector could do is be reactionary to something that's happened to you like something has to happen to you for someone to react to because you're not you're always by yourself how is someone supposed to protect you in these situations like these are impossible scenarios that um that happen it seems like like if a woman gets attacked on the street because she's by herself I don't feel like the, the scenario should be surrounded around her not being protected by a black man because there was no black man there um, but it always seems to come black too it's like see black women are protected but it's like if there's black men there and they do nothing then I can understand it but if it's just a woman alone in a scenario, whatever it is, being attacked or taken advantage of or un- overtaken at a job where she's not being promoted, whatever, like if it's just if it's just her in that scenario, like who's supposed to protect her in that scenario? She, women have to take uh, some accountability in surrounding themselves with a protector or protecting themselves. If you're always going to be by yourselves, then you have to take your protection into accountability. I should say, but I don't want to. I don't want that to get into the area of like, um, it's the victim's fault. Uh, I feel like when I was a kid, there was a big push for women's self-defense and self women's self-defense classes. I don't. I don't think I see that push as of lately. I do see a lot of women that are that carry guns though. Um, and I, I, those women, I don't feel those women don't aren't in the large circle of women that say that they don't feel protected because they've taken the protection upon themselves. But I definitely don't see a push for women's self-defense like I did as a kid. That was a big thing. Damn, I, that wasn't even um, planned into this conversation. I just kind of like thought of that just now. But um, and if I'm wrong, let me know. If your area has like that has a pop in like women's self def- uh, self defense class, then let me know. But I don't feel like women's self defense and women's protection has been put on the forefront. Um, there was a whole big push for women to be independent, and then you get to the independence point, but then you um, have to take into account of everything. Like for instance, like if you're an independent artist you're not signed to a major you have to take into account everything that means your your uh touring your advertising your pr your security all that is on you i liken that in the same type of situation if you're going to be uh 
an independent woman who's by herself all the time you've got to take your protection into yourself carry some pepper spray uh, I don't know what your state's law is on carrying a weapon uh, look into that for yourselves but at least some pepper spray a stun gun um, I've taken several women to buy or accompanied them to um, buy like a pepper spray or a stun gun to make sure that they have some kind of protection because if you're going to be out here by yourself um, then you need something on you for sure especially in Southern California these creeps and weirdos out at all times of the day shit happens in broad day and shit happens at odd hours of the night um, like like now this is 3am if I stepped outside I'm sure if I walk north, south, east, or west I can walk into some weird shit um, so just to wrap this up um, yes black women do need to be protected more black men do need to do a better job of protecting women in scenarios and situations that they are present for um, or hear about um, in that scenario in that situation of things that let's say we just take the number of situations where stuff happens to black women and black men are present and they feel like they don't protect feel protected sorry then yes that does need to be stepped up but if we take the whole situation as a whole a lot of these situations are women are caught off guard by themselves and then men are then they don't have someone to react to it that's a whole different separate a separate sector of it that needs examining um, what was your upbringing that you don't have um, brothers uncles, dad uh, male friends that can help you react to something that happened to you um, that's always my first thought when I hear about things that happen to when I was like, oh, like we know where are her brothers, where is her dad, where is her uncles like where is someone to that would react the way that I would if I was in near that situation. Then you get into the sector of women who are like like how the, most of this conversation revolved around uh, women, things that happen to women and there's no black man present. Then we have to react to it. Um, that is all for today. Um, we'll shoot more and more of these podcasts from this studio. Make sure that you like and subscribe. I am live from the Red Velvet Room, um, bestcoastent.com. If you would like to rent some studio time, you need a place to shoot your podcast, or am I just talking to myself? <laughs>